Max. Hang on. This is the time you usually here. do your whole podcast thing. And this one goes here. Really? It's that time already? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. You've been in here a while. What are you doing? I'm trying to build this puzzle. It seems kind of obvious if you just look, but I showed you the box that I got in the mail, in the interdimensional mail. Yeah. Right after coming back from my trip last week. It's a small box. You know, it's about the size of a soda can or so. And it bears the symbol. Oh, yeah. That the looks, symbol from the Kalshi ring. It does look like the symbol on your ring. Yeah. So there was no return address. It wasn't at all clear who it came from. No message. Just this box. And it dispenses puzzle pieces. And so I started, gosh, I, almost a week ago now, started building this puzzle. I thought it would, you know, bang it out in like a couple of hours. A box that size can't hold that many pieces. But as you can see, it's quite the tapestry it's already. It's big. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a lot more to this puzzle than what we have here. I'm going to need a bigger table for sure. I don't really understand how this many pieces have come out of a box that small. But every time I place a piece in the puzzle, another one just dispenses. Interesting. See, look, there's another one. Uh-huh. I got to figure out what this puzzle is. It's clearly some kind of a message. I don't know if somebody sent this to me that I've been, you know, trying to contact related to the Kalshi ring or what, but I got to figure it out. That puzzle piece dispenser makes exactly the sound that my sinuses make when I pull something out of them. That's kind of a weird, wet sound that it made. All right, TMI. You know, here's the thing that's kind of creepy. Does this scene here look, does that look like me to it you? It does. They even got that funny tooth right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the one part that I've really fleshed out here is this scene that shows, I guess, me with what appears to be an incompleted puzzle on a table behind me. A puzzle in a very similar state to this puzzle I find right in front of me. And it shows me heading through the portal. But then on the other side of the portal is a large red skull. Very menacing. So like this puzzle is literally telling you don't go on a trip this week. Or at least not with an incompleted puzzle. I don't know if it's threatening me or warning me or what's going on. There's another scene below that I think I've almost got put together. Somebody else, also a portal. Somebody else going through the portal. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Okay, here. Oh, no, here. This piece is the head. Wait, is that you? Yeah, that's me, but I don't want to go through the portal. I mean, I know we've got Patreon supporters to keep happy, and I want to keep that money coming in, but I really think you should risk your life to go through despite this warning because I've got other things I want to be doing today. That's a very threatening skull on the other side of that portal, Jack. Yes, but look at this. I just got the latest issue of Ooh La La. Uh -huh. I've been looking forward to this all week. It is here and I'm super excited to read it. Especially, look, page 42. You see this? Right on the cover, page 42. Learn to love her like she has never been loved before. Ooh. Wow. It's going to be spicy, Max. It does sound like compelling content. And I'm blushing, but that's a very threatening skull. Look, though, the scene with you, I just put in the last piece. It shows you going through the portal, and it's got a big, friendly green thumbs up. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, look, look, look. There in your back pocket in this scene. It's that does look like the ooh -la -la. This is surprisingly specific, Max. I don't understand how this works, but somehow this puzzle that I got last week has perfectly predicted the scenario we find ourselves in at this very moment, and it's sending a very clear message that I feel like we should heed that I don't go through the portal, you do. And are we sure that green thumbs up is a good thing and not me, like, getting a gangrenous thumb? That seems like a pretty clear signal. I mean, whoever sent me this puzzle knows what dimension I'm in and knows what kind of iconography is common in this dimension. So they wouldn't send it does look very a cheerful. message that says opposite of what it actually means. That wouldn't make any sense. Well... It does look like I'm smiling, so maybe they're predicting something good. 
All right, Max, I'll make you a deal. I will go through this time, but I won't do it again unless you and I both agree that we're glad that I went instead of you. Deal? That seems fair. All right. I'm going to keep working on this puzzle. Why don't you head over there and find out what kind of green thumbs up we can experience, or you can experience, I suppose, while I try to avoid getting whatever this is, the red red skull. Maybe there'll be a break at some point where I can read this article and ooh la la. All right. So let me just do the intro bit real quick. Hi, I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor. And this is the Bageltron 2000, which I invented that opens up portals to parallel dimensions. And I've been traveling through for over four years, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Today, Jackson go through. So we're going to turn it on and I guess see where it sends him. I don't see any coordinates in this puzzle. It doesn't seem to be directing you to any specific spot. So yeah, so it's just going to fire up and send you somewhere, somewhere where things are going to go great for you. We shall see, Max. Yeah, we will. I'm not sure if I trust this mystery puzzle. Honestly, I don't know whether we should trust it or not either, but it's the first and by far the best lead I've had on what this Kalshi ring does or is. I feel like we've got to see where this is going. All right, I'll give it a try. Well, good luck. Everything's all fired up. All right, hopefully I'll be back soon. All right, well, I'm taking Max's recording equipment with me. It appears that we've got a pretty nice place. I would even go so far as to call it a palace. I'd kind of like to here now that I look around. Beautiful fountains, indoor lawns. I don't think I've ever seen indoor lawns before, but giant indoor lawns with lawn furniture out, but clearly just part of a massive palace that we're inside here. Someone is living it up. Got to figure out what this person did and imitate them, I think. This looks like the sort of luxury I'd like to have. You! Hey, what are you doing? You're supposed to be on 24-hour broadcast duty, pumping up my image. Uh, yes. What was your name again? Uh, it was, it's been a few weeks. Uh, Dirk? No, 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 no. That was your fake name. Jack Strobe, right? That is my Jack name. Jack Strobe. What are you doing not in the studio? I'm going to make the assumption here that you have met another version of me. I'm from another dimension. Are you familiar with dimensional travel? Am I familiar with dimensional travel? That's good. Hey, consultant. You must be dumber than a bag of rocks. A really dumb bag of rocks. Well, that is hurtful. Not one of your best, I gotta say. But I agree what he said. Of course, I'm familiar with other dimensions. That's what I built all of this off of. So you found a way to exploit interdimensional travel for your own wealth and advancement. I can respect that. Sure. However you want to put it. So, hang on. You're not Dirk Spiffler, a.k.a. Jack Strobe? No. It sounds like you met another version of me. Hang on. Max is the best. Okay. Yep. I, I just pulled up the stream. Looks like you're still broadcasting. Nice it's fine. How much you should want to get in his bed. All right, so obviously you're not the same guy. Fine. No, and I would have to heartily disagree with the idea that the entire listening audience should desire your bed. I think that that is far too optimistic of an interpretation of how people should feel about you. Okay. Consultant, back to you. New Jack Strobe is brainless, spineless, and a duty head. And smells like elderberries. <laughs> okay, that sounds like it's from something. I That sounds familiar. Okay, so you're not the same guy, but I have a very busy operation here. I don't really have a ton of time for interlopers from other dimensions. Usually I'm the one going to another dimension. I don't have other people showing up here. This is a first. I mean, not counting the people who, of course, that I blue shell and bring here to work in my compound. Now, hold on. You may find that there are ways that we can help each other. 
I'm a pretty resourceful guy. Let's talk a little bit and see if there's something of mutual benefit that we can offer each other. Your counterpart tried to do this same maneuver on me. And obviously, as I've already said, he is doing something for me. And that is the 24-hour broadcast pumping up my image. I've already got a guy doing that. So what do I need another one for? Well, you'll find that I'm quite resourceful in a number of areas. But first, we need to explore what the possibilities are. I'm curious. What is this consultant that you keep referring to that keeps insulting me? It's my insult consultant. So obvious. Uh, Clearly you have achieved a great deal of wealth if you can afford to pay a salary of someone to do nothing but come up with insults. I mean, I guess technically, yes, I am paying him. He gets free room and board. But honestly, I'm going to level with you. The main reason that he does what I tell him to is because he is hopelessly addicted to unicorn meat. And I'm the only supplier of unicorn meat in this dimension. Hmm. We don't have unicorns in this dimension. Do you have unicorns in your dimension? Not in the dimension that I spend most of my time, but I've had unicorn meat before on a few different occasions. It is quite compelling. I can see why someone would work just for unicorn meat. I actually had some of my top scientists genetically engineer the unicorns to be addictive. Ordinarily, it's not addictive, but it is now. The unicorn meat that I have, my special unicorn meat, it's addictive. Well, that sounds... Slightly problematic. Oh, everyone that me. I've blue shelled and brought to this dimension from the scorekeeping dimension, they're hopelessly addicted to unicorn meat, which I'm the only supplier of, so that's why they do all my bidding. But again, that's not the dimension you're from. What is it about your dimension that's so great? How did you even manage to travel dimensions and find me? This is. Oh, I came through my friend Max's, who I should say Max looks a lot like you. But I came through Max's Bageltron 2000, which is a portal that opens dimensions. Yeah, yeah okay. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I, I know what the Bageltron 2000 is. Okay, listen, I ran a podcast for about five years going on and on about the Bageltron 2000, which I invented, that opens up portals to other dimensions. And I've been traveling through these dimensions for blah, 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 blah. I did that podcast a long time trying to spread the word of dimensional travel to this dimension. Nobody listened. See, it was a total bust. And so I got bored and I decided, you know what? I've seen a lot of these dimensions where people who have dimensional travel are rich. They're powerful. They have all of this amazing ability to do basically whatever they want. That's when I realized I could use this power to get the love of my life and marry her. And so I redirected all of my resources and all of the power of the multiverse into my one true goal Marrying Princess Wilson. Marrying Princess Wilson, you say? Yes, that's what I said. Are you deaf, consultant? This guy's ears are so tiny. What do you got, ears full of worms? You fill your ears with worms so you can't hear anything? Pull the ears out of your worms, stupid. Well, that's interesting. Pull the ears out of my worms, you say? You heard what I said. It's exactly what I meant. Well, your insult consultant has a interesting streak of creativity. (sighs) Okay, listen. At the time, when I brought him over from the scorekeeping dimension with the blue shell, he was the top comic in his dimension. Not all of the humor translates to this dimension, alright? What is this talk of blue shells and scorekeeping? So, I went to my notes to figure out, like, what was the best way to achieve my lifelong goal of marrying Princess Wilson, and in order to marry the princess, I had to be royalty. The way you prove your royalty in our dimension is by producing one of the ancient medallions. The only way to get one of the ancient medallions is to have it handed down to you through the generations by your family. There's no other way. The shapes are just too complex. We can't handcraft them. We don't have any way to do that in this dimension or any other dimension I visited. And so I went back, I studied all my notes from all the different dimensions I visited over the years of doing my podcast. And I figured out that 
this dimension, which I call the scorekeeping dimension, had a beautiful built-in system for finding out who was the absolute best at anything. And so I just tapped into their scorekeeping system and I devised this concept of a blue shell, which admittedly I stole straight from Mario Kart, okay, because Mario Kart's great. And anytime somebody reached the very top score in their field, boom, blue shell, which to them appeared to be getting destroyed, but was actually taking a portal to my dimension and becoming a unicorn meat addict indentured servant, let's say. So I brought in craftspeople, I brought in engineers, I brought in scientists, and obviously comedians whose material doesn't exactly translate, but all kinds of other people, top chefs, top artists, top musicians, I've got everything that I want, but mostly the important thing is, for years, this crew worked on reproducing the medallion so that I could marry Princess Wilson. And it worked. So you managed to get a hold of one of these medallions. Yeah, we spent many years coming up with brand new techniques to finally replicate the process that the ancients used to generate medallion. Here, look, I've got it right here. Well, that is quite intricate. I can see why that would be very difficult to recreate. Although... Couldn't you just 3D print a couple different components and kind of snap them together to get that? 3D... What? What are you talking about? You haven't heard of 3D printing. 3D printing. Yeah, basically, it's sort of this way of creating a thing of an arbitrary shape out of an arbitrary material. It's pretty magical, honestly. Okay, I've been to many different dimensions, and as I mentioned, I studied the notes quite carefully. I can't say that I've heard of 3D printing in any of the dimensions that I visited. Well... As you're probably well aware, there's an infinite number of dimensions where people haven't ever progressed beyond the cart and the horse. So I suppose it's possible that any technology could be in the dimensions you haven't visited. So wait, you're saying with one of these 3D printers, I could have just manufactured one of these in the span of just a few years? You could have done it in a few minutes or at most a few hours. Hours? Can I use your insult consultant to insult you? No, you may not. Now, hang on. Just to be clear here, as I've run into a number of issues in some dimensions with the way time is referred to, by hours, you're talking about an increment of time that's, say, roughly five times as long as the amount of time we've been talking so far? Yeah, that sounds about right. Maybe a little more than that. Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I would keep you around if you could make me one of these 3D printers. That does sound very useful. However, of course, obviously I already have the medallion. But sadly and tragically, the medallion is now completely pointless because days after our wedding, about two years ago now, she was tragically snatched away from me. I can't explain it. I don't know what happened to her. She just sort of whisked away. And since that day, I have redirected my organization and we are now fully focused on finding out what happened to Princess Wilson and bringing her back to me. Ah, well, that's an interesting conundrum you've got there. I think this is the point where I can tell you that there is something I can do for you. I can tell you what happened to Princess Wilson. What? How can you tell... Okay, you've never been to this dimension, clearly, since you know nothing about my company, Meta, which has gained immense power. I, I see that on the wall there. Meta. Max enjoys total authority. That's an interesting acronym. Yes, that is the secret acronym, so do not spread it around. Regardless, there's no way you could know what happened to my princess if you've never even been to this dimension before. And yet I do. Unless you took her. Did you take her? No. However, if you visited many different dimensions before you married Princess Wilson, you may have run into other versions of her. And in fact, 
the Wilsons in many other dimensions are not princesses. Mere commoners? They are mere commoners, and in fact, mostly men from the ones I've met. What? Huh, interesting. I guess the branch of the multiverse that I have mostly resided on doesn't have 3D printers and mostly populated with women Wilsons. Yeah, so all of the Wilsons in every dimension disappeared at the same time that yours did, and I have heard the story of what happened because I live with somebody who was involved, let's say. Okay, I need you to tell me everything you know about this so that I may go and retrieve her. I'd be happy to tell you everything I know about this. However, I feel like there's probably something you could do for me and all of your wealth and power here. What have you got to offer me? Hmm, I see. A bargain, huh? All right, I can offer you a very high roll within the organization of Meta. I'm... Vice President, even. I'm thinking that I will need something a little less permanently tying me here as an indentured servant. I see. Listen, Vice Presidents and above can opt out of the unicorn meet. I might or might not actually opt out if I stayed here because I do love me some unicorns. But I've got things to do back in my dimension. You did hear earlier how I mentioned this is genetically altered unicorn meat. It is highly addictive. Oh, yes. I would just add it to my list of vices. I see. But you're not interested in staying in my dimension? Not so much, no. It's going to need to be something that I can take with me. (sighs) Very well. All right, well, you mentioned that your Max also has a Bageltron 2000. Yes, although... He seems to have stumbled into it by accident. He does not seem to be as purposeful as you are. Really? Okay. All right, yes, well, he that... mostly wastes his time with namby-pamby sciencey stuff instead of really making the big bucks like I keep hoping he will. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, he just needs to meet his Princess Wilson. But it does give me an idea. I have this. This is the manual. It has detailed schematics and information about every aspect of the Bageltron 2000 how to operate it, how to get it to do everything you need to do, ways it can be upgraded. It's all here. Would this be useful to you or your Max? Not at all useful to me, but yes, I believe my version of Max would make great use of that, possibly to my benefit. Okay, would you take this then in exchange for the information you have about the whereabouts of Princess Wilson? Very well. I will agree to that bargain. All right. I will take the manual and set it here on this table as a sort of escrow. Very well. You give me the information that I need, and then I will permit you to take the book. I think that sounds like a fair trade, Max. All right, so the story of Wilson is an interesting one. Wilson used to be an individual. He was divided across the entire multiverse, and some say even created the entire multiverse in some sort of stunt to impress a girl. There then became a Wilson in every dimension. Oh, sorry, speaking of girls... I've just received note that the Blue Shell has retrieved America's next top model from the scorekeeping dimension, so one moment while I go greet her and get her addicted to the unicorn meat. Ah, he is stepping out. I don't know if I entirely trust this, Max. I think I am going to slip my copy of Ooh La La into the dust cover of this man. Looks like it'll just slide right off here. Stick the Ooh La La. Yeah, it fits pretty nicely. Interesting. Looks like the inside of this slipcover has something printed on it. It is, in fact, a large green thumbs up. Looks identical to the one that Max was showing me in my dimension. I think this is what I'm supposed to come back with. I don't believe in fates, but this is very, very interesting. 
All right, I'll stick this in my back pocket, and regardless of how this goes, I should be able to get out of here with the manual. Well, it looks like he's coming back. Well, that was fast. That business has been taken care of. Yes, that's right. We have not only genetically engineered the unicorn meat to be highly addictive, we've also perfected the process of preparing the unicorn meat to be ingested as quickly as possible. All right, well, you have another addicted, quote-unquote, indentured servant then. As I was saying... Wilson, divided up across the multiverse, eventually one of the Wilsons became quite ascendant and decided to drink the essence of all the other Wilsons and combine all of their combined knowledge, wisdom, and skills into himself. He became Wilson Supreme, an almost godlike mythical creature who now has his own planet and now has the essence of your Princess Wilson, along with every Wilson from every other dimension. That is a disturbing story. Indeed. And how do I know this is true? Any of it? Well, there's certain traces that were probably left. If you go look for them, you can probably find. All right, how do I find the planet of Wilson Supreme then? Because obviously I must go to this Wilson Supreme and unessence my princess. Uh, it may take some doing. He's a quite powerful figure. Honestly, I don't even know the dimensional coordinates where he is. Now, maybe my Max knows. If, would you like me to go ask him? Mm, I don't trust if you leave that you will return with the information that I seek. Well, we may be at a bit of an impasse here, but I did tell you what happened to your Princess Wilson. I think you should fulfill your end of the bargain. Well, you know what? The joke's on you, because I'm not, I'm not dumb enough to give some random weirdo from another dimension... The copy of my manual? No, that's... You thought I was going to give that to you. It's certainly not, if you haven't even provided me with the coordinates of this so-called Wilson Supreme. Yes, I don't have those coordinates, and it does appear that you have pulled the wall over my eyes and snookered me good. I have to admit, you had me going there, and you scammed me quite thoroughly. You've had the best of me, sir. All right, you're taking this far better than I expected. Consultant, you must be too dumb to know... How badly you were just scammed. He scammed you. You're scammed. Get wrecked. I feel the deep humiliation of having been scammed and wrecked. All right. Clearly, your dimension expresses emotions differently than my dimension. But regardless, the manual is back safe in my hands. I have much other business to attend to. Actually, speaking of which, operator, operator, here, take the manual. I need to make a trip. Follow the instructions on page 42. To the letter to prepare the Bageltron 2000 for my next trip. Do not come back to me with any of your insipid, idiotic questions about what the manual says. Just do exactly as it says to the letter to prepare the Bageltron 2000. Page 42, follow the instructions. I will come and take my trip when everything is prepared. No stupid questions. None. Uh, yes, yes, sir. Now go. I'm sure that will be an interesting experience for both of you. It's time for me to leave. Yes, it is time for you to leave. And you're not to tell anyone in this dimension what you learned of Meta. I'm uninterested in your particular scam you've got going on, other than its money-making potential if I were to attempt something similar with Max's Bageltron 2000. I am fabulously wealthy thanks to the amazing success of Meta, but that is a side benefit to my true goal of marrying and living out my life with the wonderful and beautiful Princess Wilson, who I will 
find. Whether this Wilson Supreme story is true or not, I will find her. I can see how having the very best and brightest of people from a dimension as your indentured servants could lead to vast wealth. I'm going to give this some thought. There may be a way to get something like this going with our setup. My scientists will, in fact, determine if your story is true or not. And if it is, we will find this Wilson Supreme and extract my princess's essence from him. Well, good luck. I don't need luck. I have the blue shells, retrieving all the best and brightest from the scorekeeping dimension. I believe I've made that abundantly clear by now. Well, good blue shells. I wish you good day, sir. Great. Thanks. All right, that was interesting. Ah, you're back. Okay, so how did it go? Was it good? Well, was it thumbs up? Yes, it was good, if you like this. Uh... So you just went over there and read your ooh-la-la? Turn to page 42. <sighs> okay. Really? How to love her like she's never been loved before? I need to read it. It's that important right now? I think now? you'll like it. <sighs> All right, whatever. Hey, wait a minute. This doesn't look like ooh-la-la. What? Wait, what is this? Wait a minute. Is this a detailed operator's manual and and schematics for the Bageltron 2000? It is indeed. Oh, Wait, wait, wait. There's a whole section in here on upgrades? Yep. How did you get this? I met another version of you, Max, and I kind of stole it, honestly. But to be fair, he was trying to scam me as well. That's really interesting because I've been working on this puzzle while you were gone, and I, I'm starting to see a picture of the next scene, and it looks like it might show you going back to the same dimension again. That's interesting. This particular Max was a rather unsavory person. He had numerous indentured servants, basically slaves, that he had kidnapped using blue shells. Do you remember blue shells from the some other dimension called the scorekeeping dimension? Or the game show dimension. Okay, the game show dimension is what I called it because that's all I ever experienced both times. I was just a few weeks ago. Yeah, I thought I heard you jabbering something about that. So this guy's the guy sending the blue shells? And apparently collecting the best and brightest who all serve him addicted to his special unicorn meat. Oh, my. Kind of a unsavory person. Yeah, I don't know why you'd need to go back there. I guess I'll have to keep working on this puzzle. I don't know, maybe it'll give us some answers by next week. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis. Starring J.R. Willett as Jack Gangrenous Thumb Strobe and Tim Ellis as Max. Want to support this podcast and help make sure it continues? Tell all your friends about us and share us online. Then check out patreon.com slash dispatchesfm where you can support us directly and access exclusive bonus content like brainstorming sessions, sweet merch, raw recordings, other audio, and puzzling peeks behind the interdimensional curtain. Check out the show notes or our website for links to our listener discord. Follow us on Twitter at dispatchesfm and visit us online at dispatches.fm. 